Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and shenanigans. Um, if this is your very first time joining us, welcome to the Madhouse. Um, this is our sibling duo podcast slash YouTube channel about life with chronic and invisible conditions and about the people who live those lives. Yep. Where can they find us? Um, you can find us on Audible, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon. That's mm -hmm. the one I always forget. That was and, the one I was thinking of. And then uh, a lot of little sites, too. Yep. You can also watch us on YouTube if you want to see the, the chaos. And then you can join us on Discord. Yes. Or in the lives that we have on Friday and Saturday. If you want to talk to us or have ideas or yeah. questions. And just hang out. Yeah. It's fun and crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so... Today is going to be a fun day. We're yeah. going to be talking about pain management and doctor biases within, mm -hmm. which is going to be really cool. Yeah. They're not directly linked, but no. they are. But, I mean, they are, but they aren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's everything with this channel is like <laughs> they are, but they aren't. Loosely based on Why the real story. Why are we talking about <laughs> these two things together? I don't know. Yeah. We just did. There you go. Yeah. We haven't done like a full episode on pain management by itself. Right. The the do's and don'ts, the why's and how's, the if and when's, all oh of those. Oh my god, <laughs> all of them mm -hmm. forever. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, then before we get started, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. Um, I went first last week. I had a dentist appointment. You did. I had a root canal. Surprise root canal. Yeah. You thought it was an extraction. Yeah. Um, so we did a root canal and we're going to do the extraction later. Yeah. Which will be so fun. I'm so excited. Wow. Um, but that in turn triggered some FaceTime and not in a fun way. Yeah. In a trigeminal neuralgia kind of way. Evan woke up for a bit. Yep. And he was a jerk. And he's been kind of, he's hanging out like in my cheekbone. And then back in my like ear and up into my eyebrow. It's been great. And then to like hear on my teeth. Yeah. On for, the bottom. For the newbies. Evan is the name of the visible snake that lives in her face. Yes. That causes her trigeminal neuralgia. Yeah. So. That's just how that goes. The body's name is Karen also. So. Mm -hmm. Now you're caught up. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. It was. I did a lot of like moving and sorting things because yep. we're trying to get the house cleaned up hey it worked out for me i got an air conditioner out of the That's deal true. you did indeed i fucking love that yeah and we're gonna get you a chair a chair a chair because mine i don't know i don't know if anyone knows how bad you don't see my chair <laughs> but this is the armrest in all sport mode activate this is how i sit when i play games is like this I'm, no, I'm just cool, man. <laughs> the ergonomics of sitting like this when you use With the, the mouse against the, the the blanket behind me. Like, yeah, I got this. Supposed to be better for you somehow? Yeah, no, it's, no. it was not well made. <laughs> this is like the third break it's had, and I've yeah. repaired it and repaired it and repaired it. Right. Well, and this is a weld problem. Yes. Yes, it's it just... is. It's another metal problem because they use sheet metal. Yeah. Not super easy to fix either, which is obnoxious. Mm -mm. Not worth so... it either. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna get you a chair. Woo! And that'll be good. Um, what the heck else happened this week? You did therapy. Oh, I did therapy, and we're still going round and round and round, where it's like avoidance, and I'm like, but not what? Okay, okay, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. 
Um, and we we got into like, tell me about your childhood, and that was fun. That's that's a word. <laughs> it was good to describe it. Yeah, that was like, oh, okay. Oh my. Yeah. So yeah, therapy has been really interesting. We're doing a new program. Um, <laughs> it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. We had storms this week. Yes. We I know did. there were like two days you were laid out. Yeah. Well, because Tuesday I was numbed up and messed up yeah. and exhausted and my jaw hurt really bad from let me just pry it open and keep it that way for yep. three hours. That's how long that was. Three hours. I did the root canal and the crown. They give you a bite block? No. Nope. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. Nothing. Oh. It was great. Um, but yeah, I don't think there was much else to mm-hmm. my week. I hung out with kids this week, which was nice. We did, what did we do this week? I edited the episode yep. like right off the bat. I was like, let's do it. I was going home. It was a good episode. It was. I was surprised at how good it was. <laughs> he thinks they're all terrible. No. Okay. So there's a cycle. There's a life cycle. There's in the moment. Love it. Right afterwards. I can tell if it's good or bad. That's yeah. the, uh, that's like my objective well, and phase. he usually tells me. So if I'm at home by that point, he'll he'll message me to be like, that was a good episode. Yeah. And then there's after that, there's just it's horrible. Nothing went well. No one likes us. Everyone hates yeah. us. And then that goes away on Friday. Yeah. When I upload it. Oh, we had a wonderful live. Oh, yeah. Two lives. I like yeah. both of them. It was fun. Both lives. Again, you should, should join us. Really Friday fun. evening, Saturday mornings, Mountain Time. Yep. MTN. Yes. Sorry. No, no, I just we that's a good good point. I was like, oh yeah, my recap, we had a really fun lives. We did good stuff. We had lots of people. Yeah. People that we hadn't seen in a while too. It was nice. Good to check in with everybody. Mm -hmm. And more encouragement because (laughs) Yeah, you guys are awesome, by the way. It's amazing. The group of people that we have like collected within our Discord and within our subscribers are just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Amazing. We love you. Best trash pandas ever. Indeed. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, mm. Mm. I have two interesting stories. Interesting story. The first I had to refill my meds again and they started off by giving me problems last week. Yes. Where they're like, well, you need a consultation. No. Well, now you need um, we're out of stock. And oh, now you need more doctor's approval. We're going to check with the same doctor seven times. And then. Monday came around and we went to go fill it and they're like, it's still not in stock. Okay, whatever. So yeah. we wait a day, go back the next day and we just pick it up with none, no hassle, no like argument, no fight. Yeah. Just here you go. After I didn't do a consult, I didn't do any of the stuff they said I needed to do. Yeah. So whatever lies that guy was feeding Jen. They just do. <sighs> and they're allowed to do it. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yep. God. But. We have the pain situation under control for like the next month, which is nice. Yeah. And then I went to pain management, which was not good or bad. It was just really interesting. Yeah. So. So this was an intake appointment. Yeah. We went in. First time. We did like the full medical history thing, which was a pain in the butt because it took us like an hour. There's so much stuff. Um, And then the doctor came in and he sat down and he's like, so what are you here for? And I was like, I, pain management, I guess. Like. I didn't know how to answer yeah. without being like a smart ass. So like, I, I I just need a new clinic, I guess. And he's like, well, we're not taking Medicaid patients 
for pain management at the moment. And I was like, oh, okay. Bummer. I was like ready to go. I was like, all right, no, I, I get it. And then uh, he's like, but we do have ketamine treatments that you can do. Okay. okay. And that's the way he spoke. It was uh-huh. great. Um, <laughs> and and he went on to, to describe it first. He's like, ketamine sucks. It makes you puke. You have to wear a, a diaper. You're there for six hours. You can't eat or drink. And you need to bring a blanket and um, eye cover. Oh, yeah. And so I was you like, don't wind up with vertigo. Dude, sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but then he talked like he has the doctor himself had fibro, mm-hmm. which was really nice because he he completely understood where I was coming from. Yeah. And he was describing how the weather can get to be such a pain, like extreme pain can be caused mm-hmm. just by the weather. And I was like, this guy gets me. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, but if I went the ketamine route, I'd have to pay out of pocket and it's like four grand. So I might have to save up for that and try it. I want to try it. Yeah. I think the idea of being that it rewires your pain pathways. Right. So that your brain perceives pain differently mm-hmm. and it's not a cyclical loop anymore of right. Ouch. And then signals and then and ouch. Overactive and then... nerves. Yeah. And yeah. So it was a good appointment. It just didn't have any like. There's no next step. Right. Which kind of sucks. But yeah. I don't know. I handled handled it well. I didn't let it get yeah. me down at all. I was yeah. excited. I mean, that would have before that would have been a big a deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, great. Now I don't have pain management. Well, and now like that's a huge growth right there, because instead of it being that blow, it's this like, OK, not yet. Exactly. Yeah. And you just keep moving instead of mm-hmm. stopping there and being like, ah, it's all over. Exactly. So it's it is a mark of your growth that you are able to be like, Okay, next thing. Right. Let's keep keep going. Yeah. And he was cool. He was just a cool guy. Yeah. Like he has EDS the whole patients. Clinic, and he, apparently. Oh my god, they yeah. were all great. It was just that's why I'm bummed because that would have been such a good clinic to go yeah. to. If we get out of pocket insurance, then I could probably go there because yeah. they only aren't accepting Medicaid pain patients. Right. So maybe when Jen's rolls over and I have insurance, yeah. I don't know. I still want to hit Kaiser though. Yeah. Well, because Kaiser would be like what? It's like 150 bucks a month or something. I think. Something like that. Yeah, for just me though. Bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, this is like, (laughs) I've had these thoughts a lot about being like, marriage would might not have been the move, right? (laughs) Legally, can we get divorced so that we can get our financial? Jen and I had this conversation the first year we got married. We're like, taxes are going to be horrible because I have I have like a back to amount from. Yeah. When a house got messed yeah. up, they they lost my payment and then they charged me double because I didn't make a payment, but I made the payment because they found it like years later uh-huh. and they'd already withdrawn the money at the time. So they sent oh, I was, it's a whole thing anyway. <laughs> but at the time, we're like, maybe we should just not file together. Like, maybe we don't get we any divorce. Right. No, but there's injured spouse filing. So she's able to file taxes without my my side being affected. Good. So it worked out. Um. And then we did the lives. The lives were great. I can't I can't say enough how much I enjoyed both of them. Yeah. I needed that. The lives were really good. Mm-hmm. It was just fun. And it's good to, like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't say enough. And I say it episode after episode after episode is just how grateful we are and how blown away we are after every single live and just the wonderful people that we've collected yeah. over time. Like, there's a lot of times we split ways we go home or I go home and we'll message each other each other afterwards and be like, how, how 
How did we collect these wonderful, amazing human beings yep. who like us? That's weird. What? Not only do they <laughs> like us, but they are like us. Yes. Which is well, even... we can relate. And like yeah. yesterday was so much fun being like, we just, we literally, we sat down and we just had an ADHD moment mm-hmm. of like, hey, let's talk about the random facts that you know for no reason. Oh, God, that was And fun. we did. And everyone was hyped about it. Yeah. Like that was the best part was I just like spat out a fact and Doggo picked it right up and ran with it. And yep. I was like, yes, here we go. No, it was great. <laughs> Info dumping. It's the best. And I learned a thing or two. Yeah, <laughs> we did. It's true. It's really interesting. Yeah. But we're like eternally grateful for you guys. Mm-hmm. And if you're new here, like <laughs> don't be alone. Yes. And if you the big want to, you can not be alone with us. Right. And there's an amazing community of really lovely, wonderful people um, in that. I, I want to preface it by saying give it a shot because I know a lot of people have oh, yeah. communities and you walk in and it's weird. Like you're not a part of the group and people uh, be a have lurker clicked if up. You and be a lurker. That's like, okay. Legit. Just show up. Give it a shot because yeah. they are amazing. Yeah. If there's any problems that we've had, we post it and there's usually someone with an answer or right. at least leading us in the right direction. Yeah. It's it's amazing yeah so it's just wonderful that's our spiel about the Ugh, life sorry i'm like my heart hurts now in a good way yeah i'm all sappy oh shampy <laughs> okay how do we want to jump into this let's i wanted let's to start management what yeah pain management. do you want to start with um your experience with pain management or do you want to back up for the reasons the who i think um and Taking the shame out of it, basically, and then talking about who needs it, when is yeah. it appropriate, and then working from there. Okay. So what is the basic, like, outsider view of pain management that outsider leads view. to that shame? Um, what are the stigmas around pain management? Well, a lot of, a lo- well, and this is, this is interesting because it's like, it's a stereotype, but it's accurate. Places that would just feed you pills. Yeah. Like, I've had clinics that are like that mm-hmm. and i did not like them because it wasn't at all addressing the problem right well even now there are some like we were looking yesterday they're called like med now yeah or like like, like it's very obvious that they're like this is your one-stop shop for med now drugs was the place i was at with david really yeah that's funny med now right they're like it's not medicine medicine medication now yeah <laughs> like oh okay but yeah, so I could talk about like my very first story about it and yeah. why I ended up in it. So I was being treated by a nurse practitioner for like a year. Um, Deanna, she was the first one to take me seriously. Right. And so she she was in charge of all of it. She was yeah. doing um, referrals. She was looking things up. She was doing research. She was taking care of all the medications. Yeah. And then it got to be too much. Right for her to handle mm-hmm. and she had to close down because Medicaid yeah. changed their their pricing and she couldn't sustain her business anymore so she had to shut down and that's when I went to the first pain management it was when I went from her mm-hmm. to nothing I was like I need something right and most doctors that I would see were like we can't prescribe you pain meds on the reg because right. well because they're that's the other thing is that I think it's important to know that your general practitioners they they're supervisory like protocols mm-hmm. limit how much and how often yeah. they can prescribe pain medication. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. And they feel it hard at, at the place I go to because they're, uh, they're a teaching clinic. Yeah. So they're very strict. And the doctor who sits above everyone is usually not too amenable to anything. So, yeah. But I mean, I've learned. Mm -hmm. I'll get to that good stuff later. Yeah. The good stuff. The but good stuff. I went to a clinic and I went there for, I didn't want to go in the first place because I was like, I don't need pain management. Because there's like the stigma behind it, right? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't want to be a pill seeker. Yes. And I was worried that if I went to doctors after having pain management, that they'd be like, oh, yikes, bro. Um, yeah. We're not, we can't work with Well, you. because, okay. <laughs> no matter how much you're taking and how responsible you've been on your medical record yeah. if you've been taking medication they always put it's like um addiction risk or something there's risk and then there's dependency like my yeah. my my other one said that i was over medicated oh yeah that was the one my my record until it was fixed by a doctor who trusted me yeah and looked at my record it said over medicated so no matter where i went that was always right. there or like abuse risk or something yeah yeah it's like excuse me yeah what yeah yeah no it was it was a, they had a whole thing but the, the problem at that clinic was that they just handed out pain meds right which was fine in the beginning but i didn't it, it was not helping the way i needed it to yeah and i recognized it it's like something's missing and i don't know what right and that's i mean i finally had a meltdown was that where they had you on like the highest of the high stuff mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's where we tried things too like right. uh, fentanyl patches and butrans patches all the extended release everything and they all made me sick except for um one of them I forgot what it's called it it makes me sick now when i take it so i can't take any extended release oh jesus anything really yeah. um but yeah it was there the, the the problem would be i'd go in and be like so i'm having this problem and they wouldn't even address the problem they'd be like oh so your pain's increased let's up your meds yeah that's not what i was looking for though i mean sure that helps people that want drugs yeah but I was like, I need something more. And I finally had a meltdown with Jen. Mm -hmm. Not with like, not she was in trouble. It's not, I didn't yell at Jen. Hunt. He was having a meltdown. Jen was supporting. Jen was present and was like, what's going on, buddy? And I was like, I hate everything. And we, we I was talking about how I need a place that does more than just pain management. Like right. I need someone that'll do PT even was yeah. what I was thinking to like tie it in. And then we found new health. Mm -hmm. And that was my first good experience, which was yeah everything they, they did mental health they did therapy um they did psych visits they did pt referrals a lot of small surgeries like rf ablations yeah and injections they could do because they had like a little surgery right so like as long as it, it was minor yeah and they had imaging they had everything in-house in <sighs> i miss it and then it closed down because it was mismanaged yep and uh yeah but when i was getting started i didn't know i was like lost you know, it's like, oh, I guess the answer is just more pills. Right. You know, and I like on a on a level, I knew I didn't like that, but like, I, I thought that's what to this forever right. and it only gets bigger and bigger. Right. Like what would I just keep taking pain meds until I'm on like crazy doses and right. then what, then I die? Like that's not a future I want. Right. No. So, I mean, it took a long time to figure that out. <laughs> I literally had to have that that suicidal episode. Yeah that it was during that that I was like, I need something different, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know what it, what it was, but. Well, and that happened like right before you and I started seeing each other more regularly. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you had new health, you were having such really positive experiences and I was floundering. Right. Because I was like, 
what did I have? I had, cause I had a different experience, but similar cause I was with my GP yeah. and he could prescribe some and I had to fight for that. Like I had yeah. to really give examples of how I had been using it responsibly mm -hmm. because I remember I had had some from like, uh, an urgent care visit. Yeah. Cause I had horrendous, horrendous, um, sciatica yep. and I had like 90 or no, it was 30 pills and I made it last nine months. Yeah. And I had to give him that example. And he was like, Oh, yeah. cause he was like ready to shut it down entirely. And I was like, here's how I use yep. them. And he was like, Oh, okay. So we started off with like 14 pills over two months yeah. or something like that. Um, and built up but by the time i don't know things were just starting to get worse yeah i was having more downhill spirals and surgeries and things like that yeah. and i really just was like i need to be in pain management so that i can do this without having to be like okay you gotta hype yourself up to go ask dad if you can go to the party like <laughs> I, I, I still have that conversation with myself but it's walgreens yeah. is the dad in this situation right and it's hard because you know that your GP is like, they want to look after you, but mm -hmm. they also, there's, there's a lot of limitations. Yep. And so I would ask like, can I do pain management? And he's like, there's really nothing for you like that. Um, and they were like, we don't usually send people out of network. Right. And so that was where I was when you were in new health. Yeah. And then new health imploded. It did. On, and secretly, like you can go back and watch the episode, but yeah, the there were four people that owned the company. Three of them were overseas, and they waited till one of the the one that was in states to be on vacation to shut it down while she was gone. So she came back and there was nothing. Yeah, and no one had taken care of the patients. They just shut it down. Yeah, because it had been gone for two weeks before you even like found out. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is, and everybody found out that way. Yeah, so. which is just insane because. It's the good ones that seem to crash. Yeah. Well, th their their model was brilliant. They were even yeah. presenting it to like um, boards and stuff oh, in, in like state and up in national territory. And I was like, I'll 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 be yeah. a guinea pig. Like I'll, right. I'll go testify if you guys want. I'm here. I'm here Heck for yeah. it. Yeah. Because it was so nice. Yeah. I learned like great coping skills. Mm -hmm. Less less alone. Because we did group yeah. therapies and stuff. Which is so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just amazing to be able to do group therapy with other people who are in pain and yeah. get to learn from each other, which is just amazing. Yeah. It's just sad that it had to go. Go away. Yeah. yeah. Well, now here we are looking. So, but I'll find a place. Right. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll work out. I still have, I still have Dr. Anna. Mm -hmm. So my psych stuff is still mostly managed yeah and i could see libby if i wanted to right like I, I still have her contact info yeah but after um, new health after new health was limbo basically i was go going to i followed one of the doctors from new health over to this new place yeah and then we went with him for a long time and, and it was kind of the same as before like he didn't really have a lot he could do for me mm -hmm. you know yeah so it's it was, just so limited yeah it's a pain um but i think the takeaway for at least getting started is that you need to be okay with accepting the help, I guess. You right. know what I mean? Like I forced myself into it, but I loved it after Yeah. when I found the right fit, right. I should say. Well, and I was lucky I had like you 
beforehand. Right. So I could look upon like what you were experiencing and go, okay, so this is kind of what I want. Yeah. And then with Kaiser, I was able to do, it's not pain management, it's integrated pain services. Yeah. Um, and they have a really interesting model too, because. It seems like, kind of like similar to what I was doing. with New Yeah. World. So I have like a pain management doctor. I have a pain management um, psychologist. And a pharmacist. And a pharmacist who all work with me to like. That's make the coolest sure my part. Stuff is balanced. Like, I was unbalanced for years yeah. until I had the septic event, and then that one guy fine-tuned my my dosages because yeah. he was he had the the connection straight to my kidneys and liver, so he knew right. what was going on at all times. Well, and that's the really cool part is you get to kind of sidestep any biases because mm -hmm. they are all looking at it, exactly. and so they can fill in the blanks for each other, and yeah. they can lean on each other. And even when I asked to increase, and I was like, I don't want to increase the dose. Cause I'm taking them at 7.5 and mm -hmm. I have for a long time. Um, and I was like, I don't want to increase the dose. I want to increase the amount mm -hmm. because I'm taking them at this dose. Yeah. And my pain doc did not understand. She was like, Oh no, no, no. And then my pharmacist was able to be like, exactly. no, this is what she's asking for. She wants to take the 7.5 and have 30 doses yes. instead of 30 pills. So now we're on, we're in a pretty good rhythm. Yeah. Where I think, what am I filling every two months? Yeah, something. Yeah. Right. Well, so, and, and you you have a great team to communicate with. Yes. Like if something comes up, you you, you feel free to right. talk to them and there's a way to reach them. Yeah. Which is great. I didn't have that at most places. Like if I reached out, I, you never knew. No, you them. would get the front desk only. And then the yeah. front desk was always too small. They're swamped, like, I don't know. Right? Like, <laughs> they can't answer medical questions. Yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of people like hating on Kaiser. Right. for a lot of things but i think kaiser can be w really well worth it if you are somebody who sees the doctor a lot right um because that's how like even even going through changes in my team mm -hmm. my other doctors have helped to fill in those blanks and like the first time i changed neurologists my gp was like you should get a new one. Right. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And that was never an experience that I had had mm -hmm. having somebody confirm that I was not being treated well. Right. And then that happened again just recently. And so I'm getting um, in with a new neurologist that's yeah. recommended by my pain psychologist. Yeah. Which is hopefully Super really cool. good. Yeah. All that to say, as a starting point, it's okay to, to ask for help. Like, yeah. I know that there is a stigma and a lot of people will have a hard time with that, especially people, you know, might not, right. you know what I mean? Enjoy it so much. Like if people, I got judged hard when I That's first. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how did people respond if you said that you were in pain management? It was, it was usually like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know about that one. Because there, there's like a, a weird stigma to it. But yeah. really, it's just. If you found a good place, if you find the right pain management, it's a it's a place where you look for solutions to your problems. Not right. Like you're working through things and you're managing the pain in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Because I remember even even on like 14 pills over three months or whatever the heck it was, mm -hmm. I had people being like, oh, oh, be careful. Like you could get addicted. So people get addicted all the time. I was like, yeah. It's 14 over three months like how right how could you get a well, and and for me like when i when i meet new docs and i'm going over stuff and i can see them being really skeptical mm -hmm. i always like to drop the yeah i mean i've tried everything I, I for a while they kept trying to put me on fentanyl patches and i i can't do them yeah 
like I had access to like an unlimited supply of fentanyl patches and I was like, meh, can't take it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Because that's the thing is like, we're not looking for a buzz. There's, there's mm-hmm. no like, oh, I want to get drowsy. Cause <laughs> Let's also, get drowsy in here. <laughs> it's not fun. Half the time we're fighting not to throw up the pain medication that we've taken. Oh my God, dude. We're trying to like take a break from being in agony all the time. Right? <laughs> that's what we're doing. Anymore. It's like I if I have something I need to do, I have to medicate yeah. before I do it. And then I then I can do what I need to do. I had and I've I've been having, I just have, have like done it recently, so it's in my brain. Hmm. Um but there have been a lot of times where I'll medicate and then I'm really productive. Right. And then I'm really sad. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, holy cow, look how much more I can do. And how much longer I can do it when I have pain medication. And that's not like, I can't make that a regular thing. I can't. It wouldn't work that person. Right, exactly. Like, because if you don't know, Elder Stanlos is weird and we respond to medication weird and we digest things weird. Yeah, we have a weird metabolism, Mm -hmm. like system, I should say. Like, yeah. I metabolize things either instantly or not at all. Yes. That's that's always how it's been. It's mm-hmm. like all at once or not at all. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. it. Or or you wait. And by not at all, I mean, like <laughs> you're waiting hours. Oh, yeah. There It'll hit you way later in the day where I've taken it at like noon and then nothing has happened. And then it's like 8 p.m. Yep. And all of a sudden it pops and it kicks in and you're like, where were you? That happened last night. Really? Yeah. To both Jen and I, like she, she was taking her, she has meds for her sinuses. Yeah. She took her meds and I took my meds and then nothing happened. Yeah. And we looked at each other at like three in the morning. We're like, what, what is going on? Yeah. What is this? <clears throat> it's so frustrating. And then you play like pigeon superstition games. Where yeah. You're like, if I do this, then this, then this, maybe I can get it to happen on time. Right. And so you're like, I have to drink enough water, take the med and then eat immediately right on top of it in order for it to work. Yeah. And then even then, sometimes I'll still get yeah. sick. Yeah. And then again, like you're fighting not to throw them up half the time because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my body did not enjoy that. Oh, but you know what? I need it. I had a point I was going to say, but I lost I'm sorry. It. I talked right over it. No, you're fine. It had something to do with what we were talking about. It was pertinent a minute ago. But Metabolizing. Before that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, don't know. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I have no idea. That's on the long, long ago. Um, but yeah, I think understanding. And here's the thing. Understanding that there is risk to pain medication. Yes. And respecting it as a tool. Mm-hmm. It's like It's like gun safety, right? Yeah. Like. You have to have a healthy fear of that thing and a healthy respect for that thing. Yep. And then proceed with that in mind. Yeah. I mean, that's why we keep Narcan on hand. Yeah. And we can always make sure it's not expired. Right. Like we keep up on it. Oh, I need to refill mine. Oops. Do it. It's important. Well, and I keep it in the car or I was keeping it in the car. Yeah, because you never know when you'll encounter somebody. Right. Like, yeah. Well, there was one day at Taco Bell, guy passed out in the drive-thru and I had to call 911. And they couldn't break his window. It was it was a mess. Wow. But yeah, like especially with the fentanyl nonsense that's happening right now. Dude. Counterfeit pills everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. all the time. But and that's the value of like pain management 
as a standalone. Mm-hmm. But as it applies to other things, it can get really complicated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How have doctors treated you when you come back and you're like, I'm in pain management? Oh, there's always a moment. Like when you're seeing a new doctor and they go through the list and like, mm-hmm. oh, so you, you're on these meds. Where did you get yeah. them? I've had that. Where Where are they from? And I'm like, um, pain management. I'm like, oh, oh, you're in pain management? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Are you in pain? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Why am I here? <laughs> you know what I mean, though, yeah. right? Like. Uh, it's it's like an accusation first. Where yeah. did you get them? Mm-hmm. Uh, who who or, wrote that for you? What are those for? For you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> They're the pills I take when I'm tired. I was listening yeah. to you. No. No. Oh, <sighs> uh, I remember what I was going to say. Because it had to do with like the the way we metabolize. It was that. I was wrong when I said that. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, where we can't take constant. Like I. I oh. My yeah. last prescription was a every six, six hours, hours type thing yeah. not great for the system and no. it, it, it it loses its efficacy real quick with us yes so i'd have to take breaks from it and then go back so like yeah. what i'm trying to set up now is more akin to what you do mm-hmm. and what i've been trying to do with like the stuff that i'm getting from bomba like urgent yeah you know what i mean yeah like you you write it out until you're like okay i either need to do something mm-hmm. or I, I have no more bandwidth to process exactly. being in pain because that's really what it is. It's not about it's not necessarily about like on a pain scale. Right. I mean, there are times where we're like, oh, that's 10. And I just am not going to do that right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> no, but we're going to bail out. But a lot of the time it's the like I've processed being in pain all day, every day, forever. Mm-hmm. And now I just I have no bandwidth for this and I need it to right. like I need to kick it. And take a break. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, yep. the way we process medication is interesting because, like you said, it loses efficacy extremely quickly. Yeah, especially when you're taking the 20%. Yeah. Because like, oh. you give the body time to adapt to that. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we know what that is. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, put it away. Put it away. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. So, okay, here's, here's a question. Hmm. Like, to progress the conversation. How would you go about the conversation if you decide that you want pain management with your primary what how do you bring that up without sounding a certain way you know what i mean Mm. like how do you tactfully be like i'm in a lot of pain this is what i'm looking into i would like a referral please right because that's the other part you need to have a referral yeah for almost all of it Mm -hmm. um you can't just walk in somewhere and be like i hurt help (laughs) they're gonna be like recently no (laughs) no no um I don't know. I think it would be a lot like how I went about it with my doctor where it was like, look, we've tried these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done A, B and C, all of the like prereq stuff, because here's the thing. You are going to have to do prerequisite. Things. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You might be asked to try injections. You might be asked to go through therapy. Yep. Don't be offended if you, they ask you to go through therapy. Like there's no. there's really high quality research yes yeah, that's say, talking like, about the connection between there or like your social emotional state and your pain levels and your pain levels yeah like be open to to trying things right. like first because they might work and if they don't they still have other things they can try right. which is huge that's what we yeah. always do we're like let's do it let's try it yep every time yeah like ketamine sure it's gonna suck but i'll try it <laughs> yeah 
Ugh. Yeah. Not looking forward to that. Ugh. That'll be a really interesting thing. We'll yeah. have to look into funding that. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to set up I a need GoFundMe. someone to fund my ketamine addiction, please. Please send me money. I want I've money. I've never tried it before, but Doctors I are going to give it to me. Addiction. I'll wear a diaper, I swear. <laughs> give me the money. Can I have the money? <laughs> That's how I would pitch to a boardroom. You're board not room. addicted to ketamine. You just keep forgetting that you took it and take more. <laughs> I'm Sorry. Gonna, we're going to get investors lined up to help fund my ketamine addiction. This is devolving. Oh, my God. Whatever. But yeah, so I think you would approach your doctor. You want there to be a level of honesty yeah. between yourself and that doctor. Absolutely. Because if you don't have a good rapport with that person, it's going to be really hard to have them understand where you're coming from yeah. without immediately being blinded by whatever bias they carry. Yeah. Because here's the thing, they're going to encounter people who are just after pills. They're oh. going to encounter people who don't want to try anything Yeah, there else. are a reason they act that way. Right. Like, they are jaded, yes, but there are reasons mm -hmm. for that. So yeah. you're going to have to build that rapport with that person and really show them that you can be responsible and you can be trusted and that yeah. you're communicative. Mm -hmm. Then it's more of a like, look, these are the things we've done and tried. I'm still really hurting. It's affecting my functionality. Mm -hmm. That is the really important thing is that like you need to bring it to them in a way that they can understand how it is impacting your day to day The severity of it. Because yeah, we're not going to sit there in the office and cry. We're not going to be like, right. oh, I'm in so much pain. We got to right. demonstrate how the pain yeah. affects us. Yeah. Um, and again, like avoiding words like always and never. <laughs> <laughs> yes you don't want to walk in there and be like i have never ever had a moment of peace the pain is everywhere it, all the melodrama time melodrama is not the and call. it's made of sharp knives of hate yeah they're the gonna be train. like oh jesus jesus the, the, hate train. the hate train um you want to be like listen this is the way that the pain is affecting my functionality mm -hmm. i feel like i need more help and i would really like a referral to pain management to see if there's a more I want to say like cohesive yeah way to approach my pain and how yeah. to manage it yeah I mean that's and that's that's a mindset you should just have in this yeah. journey at all just be open to trying things yeah. and look around do research like if you go to your doctor with with some ideas already mm -hmm. if you're like they at this place they try these treatments maybe right. we should try that yeah like that that's huge yes you got to show them that you're not pill seeking right right <sighs> well and i think just being communicative with them in general is going to be really important um there was something that i was thinking of and i can't remember what it was <sighs> it's gone forever it is it's gone forever. it'll come to you just wait yeah it was something about <sighs> it's right it's when you were talking there was something and now it's gone it's bummer gone. <laughs> Point being, feel, feel. I don't want, I don't want people to feel intimidated. She's got a nose. Go for it. Um. So it was also like, it's really important that you manage your expectations. Yes, that's huge. Um, we talk about this a lot, where we're like, when we speak to doctors or surgeons or therapists or whomever, and they go, "What is your expectation? What are you, what are you hoping to get out of this?" Yeah. What's your expectation? What can I do for you today? Because that's going to be how they put it out there. Is, well, so what can we do for you today? How, mm -hmm. we, how can that's we help you That's them testing the waters. Yeah. 
it's important that you manage your expectations and that you are um, reasonable and grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. You want realistic expectations. And for people who are in pain, <laughs> we, we don't want to walk in there and be like, I would like you to make it so that I don't hurt anymore. Right. I need someone to cure me. Yeah. Or fix me. Or fix me. me. Yeah. Or make it go away. Make it stop. No. It's not reasonable. You want someone to make it suck less. Right. My goal is always, every time I get that question, is I just want an improvement. Anything to make this not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, I literally just say, I would like for it to suck a little less. Yeah. If we can make it suck less, I'll be happy. And like, yeah, go. Even the surgeries that we've done. They don't like fix the pain necessarily, no. but it makes it suck less. Yeah. Improves our functionality. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like, I don't I don't know. People are going to struggle with it. Yeah. Regardless. Well, and it, it may be too that pain management might be that mile marker. That's yeah. That was going to say that for me. Like, that was like a big admittance. There was a problem. Yes. And that was not easy at the time. Because you feel like you're surrendering to the problem right but that's not true you're taking a step to get in control of the problem exactly you're trying to make it so that you're still functional instead of fighting it and being like well i can tough my way through it that's the thing the only thing you're admitting is that you can't do it on your own right and that's okay that is okay you don't have to do it on your own right like you're not getting a badge for doing it on your own get some help let people help you Mm -hmm. because bad things happen when you do it by yourself yep and get some therapy while you're at it. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, comprehensively, if you can find a place that does all everything in-house, great. If you can't, make sure you tack on other things. Like, try PT. Get, like, a physical trainer. Mm-hmm. Do little things to help you improve physically. And yeah. then definitely work on the mental aspect. Like, yes. that made a huge difference for me. Oh, getting huge. Getting my diagnoses straight first. Mm-hmm. Huge. Getting them treated. And then having therapy in that order. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's like cleaning house. Yeah. You're just organizing it all. But that's the thing, like, don't don't be ashamed of needing that help. Yeah. And if you know you're not drug seeking, you know, you're not drug seeking. Right. And and, and remember this, if you think that you're not bad enough or that you, you think you're faking it, if you're doing it alone, <laughs> you're, you're not, not doing, doing it, it for attention. Yeah. It's literally happening. Yeah. That's the big one. It's mm-hmm. like if you're if what's happening is happening to you by when you're by yourself, you're probably not doing it for attention. Yep. Anything else for this part one? Yeah, we'll come back. But we got to take a break. Yeah. It is break time, my dudes, which means you need to do some stuff. I know. We're taking a break, but you have to do things. It's complicated. Take your meds. Do it. Stop. Stop sleeping in the alarm. Take your meds. Yeah. And while while you're taking your meds, maybe take a breather. Yeah. You know, take your meds. Give yourself a five minute break and go back to what you were doing. Drink some extra water while you're taking your meds. You got to hydrate or you're going to dehydrate. Yeah. You don't want to dihydrate. No dihydrating. <laughs> That's bad. And then also get a snack. Because you are a snack. Facts. And you deserve a snack. Mm-hmm. Get it. <laughs> get you a snack. Yeah. And while you're at it, like find some sunlight. If there's no sunlight around, do something nice for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do something that feels good. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to go do some of those things and we'll be right back. Bye. Bye. Oh, hi. Do you like Fantastic Pains? Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcast and crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. The Patreon, as we like to call it, 
is the new home of our behind the scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short form videos such as TikToks and YouTube shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon exclusive content such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, and is the new home of our mini voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, I locked it on accident. Welcome back. Oh. How was your break? Mine was great. <laughs> did you do the things? We did. Oh, uh, yeah. And then some. <laughs> That's so but it's the same day, so yeah, we're we're golden. <laughs> oh my I even, god! I mouthed to the camera. I was like, "Watch this," and then I started it. He's a monster. <laughs> I'm worse. I'm worse than the worst. I don't know about that. I do. He's still playing his game. Too. I will forever be playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what are we gonna talk about? The, uh, we're gonna talk about. Yeah, I was trying to word it differently, but who needs who needs the pain management and the stigma behind it, really, mm -hmm. and why there should be no stigma behind yeah. the the need for pain management? Right. Agreed. Yeah. So, who needs pain management? How do you how do you mm. know? Well, if you need pain management. Here's the interesting thing: most people probably don't associate it with like smaller conditions, or like mm -hmm. even even if you have like a chronic or a six month long issue. Yeah you still probably should look into it because they're like we said before, they're more than one solution, right? It's not just right. take meds. It's there's yeah. PT, there's referrals, there's support groups for people who have lost function where yeah. they used to have function. Ablations, surgeries, injections. So much that they can do. Uh, so yeah, like the holistic things mm -hmm. all oh, over. Yeah. It's crazy. The things that we can do and people don't know about. Like right. I didn't know that that was the thing. I thought Academy it was all treatments just for pain. Yeah. 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 I had like a vague notion. Same. Like I knew that it was being looked at. I didn't yeah. know how effective it was or right. that it would be great for EDS. Right. Which is apparently. Especially finding someone who knew about EDS right off the bat. Was like, oh, yeah. I, I like I know these patients who also have this condition who yep. benefited from this thing. Yeah. So really cool. But if you never seek it out, you'll never know what your options are. Right. And a lot of people like we have this thing with doctors who are not interested in finding answers. Mm and if you stop there you're gonna stop there like yeah well then that, that's so discouraging right like you're like i'm gonna finally take care of myself i'm going to the doctor yeah. and the doctor's like mm, i got nothing for you you're right like i guess i'm a piece of shit like my neurologist right it's it to, uh, it was so just like, like i don't know right. and you're like okay so what do we do now i don't know, I don't know. nothing because i don't know what yeah yeah <laughs> well and We've said it before, but like doctors have power over people yes. because they they have the answers. Mm -hmm. And when you go to one and they don't have the answers, you assume that you're the problem. Like, right. Oh, I, well, I'm doing something wrong or yeah. maybe I just or I didn't explain myself well. Right. Or um, maybe I can't handle what normal people can yeah. handle. Because there there's there are a lot of interactions where somebody is going to put down or diminish the amount of pain that you're in. Mm -hmm. And it is so disheartening. And so harmful. Ooh, but if we stop there, we stop there. And yeah. then we never we never know how different life could be if you were treating 
mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. And trying to stay caught up with what's going on. But yeah, geez. And it's interesting. Like what was the spread like when you were doing group therapy? Like what were the reasons people were there? Oh man, it was all over the place. We had a lot of people for like um, unstable neck injuries. So there was a lot of people who had like braces on or they were really careful about their spine stuff. But then we had like sports injuries, like a guy who had a bad knee and couldn't walk normally. And there was um, me and then someone else had something similar to EDS, another connective tissue disorder. Yeah. And we got along great. We're like, oh yeah, no. I understand you. Yeah. It was, it was, and it was full of people that didn't want to be there at first. And then they yeah. were, they were like in love with it after week one. So. Right. Well, once you go through the process, mm-hmm. like I remember I had to take classes and things before yep. I could do the integrated pain services, mm-hmm. which is interesting and definitely worthwhile. Like, oh yeah. Even if it's just to affirm that you are doing the right things already. Yeah. But there are so many reasons that somebody might look into pain management mm-hmm. um, and so many like cues that maybe it's time because right. if you can't if you've hit a dead end with your general practitioner it's time to look elsewhere right because again if you stop there you never know what could come next well like in theory the gp would be like you know this is starting to get out of my hands i'll right. refer you to a place but if you also if you feel like you're at a point where you need the extra help yeah ask your your general practitioner like they yeah they can send the referral or they'll tell you that you don't need it you know there's no harm in asking right so if you think you're at a point when you might need it then at least look into it yeah see what it would what it takes to get in yeah like some places do like intake you do like an interview um and then you do like a ua Mm -hmm. and then once they get everything back and they look at your history they they'll start working with you so right yeah Well, and that's the other part is like, if you are doing pain management, if you're ready to do that, be ready for there to be more strict rules and agreements that you will need to make to maintain your position in pain management. Well, here's a good example. The last place, the one that I were talking about before that can't take me, they hang, I was reading their, their full like breakdown on medications and what you have to do when you come in. And so like they have you bring your, your med bottles with you no matter like if they're empty or full they just bring your med bottle yeah they do the count to make sure that it's your bottle because they don't want people like selling off their stuff yeah because that's a thing some people do and they also have you do a ua which is not a big deal and then there was one other one there was an interesting like only in pain management do you get you know what I mean? Oh, like the agreement. Yeah, I of think like this is the only place I will seek yes. or receive mm-hmm. medication. from. They also had like rules like only call us once a day. Really? Like, cause, well, what will happen is someone doesn't get their meds right away. They call a million times. Oh, so their rules like you can call us once a day. We'll take your we'll yeah. write notes, send it to the doc, but don't spam us or we'll kick you. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I appreciate that because, you know, they're looking after their like the office staff yeah, and their exactly. sanity, which is good because you don't want cranky office staff. Mm-mm. They're not going to help you. It's going to be a bad experience for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. Cause I remember I had to sign like a, this is the only place right. I will receive medication from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will let them know if uh, like some medications have changed or whatever else is going on. Yeah. 
Um, and as long as I'm communicative with them, they're usually really good about working with me. If I'm like, hey, I really badly injured myself this month and went through my medication faster than I meant to. Right. Can we refill a week early? Um, but there are times like there there are agreements where you have to sign that you will not request medication early. Yeah, exactly. So. Ellen, the, the clause for responsible, like you're responsible for your meds. If, yep. If you lose them or they get stolen, that's on you, bro. Uh-huh. And you have to like file a proper report. Yes. Well, that's the other one. Like, if your meds are ever stolen, mm-hmm. in order to get it refilled, you have to have a police report. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So they take it seriously. Yeah. For the most part. Like, at least the good clinics seem to have a system in place. Yeah. And, like, because there was one where they were just like, just show up. We'll throw pills at you and whatever sticks you get to keep. So weird. So weird. And then they, like, want to blame just regular people or people in pain mm-hmm. for the like opiate crisis and you're like you you did this we didn't do this also other people's addiction should not mean that i have to like live in pain when there are other options fact just saying yep so it's a lot of like making sure that you are open to the experiences and yep. to some of the like processes that you'll have to go through and really knowing what you want to achieve right yeah it depends on what you're going in for but yeah once if you come in with like a plan or at least mm-hmm. or ideas right yeah. like here here are the things that i'm interested in and then they'll present you with what they do and what yep. they can do and they'll surprise you like yeah. we they had a bunch of ads for the back stimulator in the, oh, yeah, yeah. In the office and i was like ah i want to get one of those <laughs> yeah that would be really cool mm. yeah no there's tons of options so don't limit yourself yeah for fear there's no shame in it either. Right. Like we haven't really touched on that at all. Like there's a stigma to it mm-hmm. and you're going to run into doctors who are going to read that and think things about you. But yeah. as long as you know to yourself that you're not abusing your meds, mm-hmm. you're not doctor shopping yeah. to get what you want. You're not, you're not asking for pills all the time. Like, right. Well, and a lot of that shame and tension will start to dissipate the more you see that doctor. Yeah. The more oh yeah. You build a reputation of being reliable and mm-hmm. responsible with your medication. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to be hard in the beginning. It just is. Yep. But as you build, cause here's the thing, you're building a system for yourself. Yep. It's not going to appear out of thin air. It's going to suck to have to find it, but don't limit yourself. Right. Get help that you need because you are a human person who has value and worth. Yeah. And you deserve to be able to live in some kind of comfort. Well, yeah, here, put it put it this way. Like, is your condition or whatever bothering you, keeping you from doing simple things? Yeah. Things that you would normally do, like even like quality of life. Yeah. It, hobbies that you have that you had to stop. Like yeah. at that point, you should be looking at, point, at pain management. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think that's where we're at for pain management. Like, she wants to talk about doctors. Shame piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know yeah. if we have more to say on that. We'll probably come back around to it. Okay. Because we're going to be talking about doctors with favoritism. Yes. And that's even kind of that a lot. Well, and favoritism is like all those biases that we see. And oh, man, especially for people who have chronic pain and we present in a way that doesn't meet their picture of mm-hmm. pain. Oh, you're not getting any help. Mm-mm. So. 
so frustrating. It's so hard because you go in and you're like, I'm in a level eight pain. And they're like looking at you like, you look fine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't know I had to like win an Oscar <laughs> to get help. Yeah. What? Oh my God. <laughs> that reminded me of something, but I forgot what it was. Oh, oh no. It. it was really funny. <sighs> oh, <laughs> When when I was in, at the at the pain management clinic, they were like, "What's your pain at?" And my gut instinct was like, two. Just say two. It's two. Like, what? Why? Why two, guy?" And my was like, "Cause you don't want them to think you're lying." <laughs> exactly. Like, oh yeah, you're right. They're gonna think I'm lying if I tell them I'm at like six and I'm fine. Yeah, that's the oh, it's so frustrating because they are. They're looking for people who appear a certain way. Mm-hmm. They're looking for people who present textbook they're looking for specifically white people who present textbook yeah very much so and there's so much like discrepancy between the genders there's so much discrepancy between like down through weight weight is a huge one Mm -hmm. um mental health mental health and how you appear like you (laughs) there's a dress code well yeah it's like i've seen i've seen i've seen like plenty of doctors that are really sexist mm-hmm. ones that'll like over prescribe meds to me but then they see jen and they're like you're, you're a woman like, you should be used to it yeah this is why are you here are you sure it's not your period no the kidney stones are definitely not her period those are horrible little <laughs> sharp I mean, crystals of doom <laughs> it all comes out the same hole. no it does not well that doctor really needs to learn a thing <laughs> or two <laughs> a lot of them do yeah the cervix true. has no nerve endings no, it doesn't but you know that's a fact. That's a science fact. You want another that's why science birth fact? Doesn't hurt. Women are hysterical. Not funny. They're just in hysteria all the time. <laughs> exactly. That's a fact. That's a doctor fact. <laughs> doctor Dr. fact. Doctor fact three. I'm Doctor Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate women. <laughs> <laughs> women have the babies. They need to shut up. Yeah. Doctor fact four. God, Doctor Fact is a jerk. <laughs> He's kind of rude. Yeah. Just the worst. In fact. <laughs> in, in fact, fact. <laughs> oh wow great <laughs> man but uh, the favoritism drives me crazy because mm-hmm. especially appearance wise because if they make a guess about you and they are sure about that guess mm-hmm. yeah i always try them. and go in and look presentable yeah because you never know but not too presentable no because then they're gonna be like well you're totally fine yeah exactly you look great <laughs> accessorized with a cane yeah you're using that wrong i was using it wrong but it's because i needed it to do something it wasn't meant to do exactly also it's really hard to use it right when your joints dislocate exactly Ta-da. Oh but yeah no we see this a lot i think more in emergency rooms <clears throat> We see some of it with like general practitioners. Yeah. Especially if we're talking about like, oh, lose 10 pounds and then talk to me about whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the Been emergency there. room, they're kind of. In the emergency room, you could have pneumonia and be dying of sepsis and they'll and still give you Narcan you. Narcan. No, trust me. Watch. He's going to be fine in a minute. Yep. 30 minutes later. And smug uh, about it. What? Uh, why isn't the Narcan stopping the drugs that he obviously is on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse you? Yeah. <laughs> and I told this to Jen. The reason I looked like I was nodding off is because I was fighting sleep so hard. Uh-huh. Any chance I had to be awake, I was like, take it. 
awake now. And then I would pass out from Mm -hmm. being septic. Yeah. But no, we're going to waste time Narcanning you and then stand there smugly to try to be like, "Mm, I told you so. You don't know what your husband's taking. He's clearly an addict. Clearly. Because they will label you an addict very quickly. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They were all over it. Well, and oh, somebody, he's the box yeah, somebody was telling us a story about because they um, have lost teeth oh, that yes. a doctor looked at him and was like, so how long have you been off of meth? Yeah. How long have you been clean? What? <laughs> what? I've never done meth. <sighs> sure you haven't. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Excuse you. What? <sighs> so if you if you're not like upper middle class, <laughs> you're not the favorite. You yeah, you're not, not God's favorite. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Being the doctors, you. yeah. God, yeah. I just hate it. It's the most ridiculous thing. Well, and they they don't hide it either. Is the thing. No, they because they're feel... positive. They're correct. Yeah, they're so full of themselves that they're yeah. like, oh, I know everything. Like they they are just walking ego mm-hmm. at that point, jaded ego, and we know why they're jaded. We get it, but also like, could you differentiate people? From other people maybe just a little bit all right it's like they don't approach the interaction like they'll look at your chart and then they've made up their mind yeah they approach the situation based on whatever gut instinct they have yep and mine does not look good and mine for the longest time said i was over medicated so yeah. i not playing into my favor right anytime i went in for gastro mm-hmm. they would see that i had um the percocet in my list of medications and they're like oh that's why no <clears throat> and you're like no no, it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. Stop it. That's what I'll fight people on now. It's like, dude, I've been on on these meds for like nine years now. Yeah. I know. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what's new and different. It's different. Yeah. Oh, that's the other one. Like, <laughs> well, it must be a panic attack. Oh my god. Everything is a panic attack. <laughs> Everything is a panic it's attack until you black out in the tub, and then it was a nap. <laughs> and then it was a nap. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good one. The it was a nap. Yeah, I blacked out in the tub. You sure you didn't just fall asleep? You took a nap. No, I blacked out. (laughs) He took a nap. No, he took a nap. It was a very wet nap. Yeah, I missed that tub. Dumbest thing. I can't believe that. You curl up in like a fetus in this giant barrel of a tub. (laughs) And then you take a nap. No, then you accidental drowning nap. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a drowning. That's called narcolepsy and is also a thing that we should be concerned about. What? (laughs) God. Yeah, no, there's, like, blatant favoritism. And it's interesting between, like, male and female doctors as well. Mm -hmm. Because the female doctors are more likely to be super nurturing, but again, with men Men. more than women. Because if you don't present the way a woman doctor expects you to, she's going to think that you're just, like, out for attention. Mm -hmm. And then they don't treat you right. And then they're, like, snotty and cold with you. Yep. What's interesting is like the best caregivers I've had, like best in any of them. Are not doctors. They're not doctors. No, they're definitely nurse practitioners who have had long careers and decided that this is what they wanted to do. Or PAs. Yeah. Yeah. But then like the first time I meet them, they're usually pretty skeptical. Mm -hmm. But they're not closed off. They're just like, oh, this is the first time we're meeting. Right. They're like getting a feel for you. That's the other part is that now we're not spending enough time with our doctors. Yeah. At all. The doctors see us for like eight minutes, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. 
who's talking to us? Who's having conversations about our symptoms? Who's getting more backstory? Yep. Who's getting more human connection? It's the nurses. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. And the nurse practitioners and the PAs. Yeah. Because they're doing all of the face to face. And then our doctors come in after reading our chart, barely listen to what you have to say. And then make a judgment that they already made back in their office yeah. going over your chart for 10 seconds. Yep. And then, and then my favorite is when they go into your chart and they're like, we discussed blah, 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 blah. Oh, and they lie. And they lie. They blatantly lie. They yeah. just lie. They're like, we discussed the dangers of opiates and um, offered the patient a route to like get clean like it's just but in reality it was just a slideshow of giraffes insane <laughs> they come in and they're just like we like, we went we talked in giraffe. depth about the dangers of opiates and how how bad they are for taking them like dude that was a giraffe that was 30 minutes of a giraffe you didn't even say anything you just stood there i'm so confused patient is a uh, argumentative and impossible to work with irrational yeah. <laughs> just hysterical woman wandering uterus <laughs> that's a man <laughs> wandering uterus clearly it wandered into the man <laughs> yeah I hate when that happens. that's why you don't have sex yep because <laughs> then you might get a uterus accidentally <laughs> well and i think you have more trouble too with male doctors because you don't present in the like uh what do i want to say here Machismo, I guess. Yeah, no. I, yeah. And I they're like, I have male pride that I'm trying to protect, but I'm also the doctor. And I guess something maybe might be uncomfortable. No, yeah. There's definitely yeah. a disconnect where I'm yeah. just like, here are all my problems. And they're like, <laughs> what? Yeah, why? You can't just talk about those. <laughs> we have to go through four sessions of you telling me that you're fine before we can get to the problem. Not after year 30 for me. I hit 30 <laughs> years and I stopped caring. Yeah. Life's too short to like beat around the bush, especially with medical care. Right. Like just like you wanted to know why I'm here and I'm going to tell you why I'm here. There are the 13 reasons I'm here <laughs> in order. Okay. Yeah. They don't like that. No. But then... the female nurses and doctors, they, 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 they don't mind. Yeah. They don't like me though. No, because they hate I'm you. Flippant. Yeah, I'm just like, we have like the same attitude, but I'm not funny, flipping. Ha, ha. I'm cute and adorable. You're cute and adorable. <laughs> and you, and you're I, I am the, the. How dare you make fun what of people is that? with EDS? Put it back in the box. Like, I have EDS. Forever. <laughs> yeah, but you're not supposed to make fun of it. And now I'm over here like, fuck EDS, right? <laughs> Those people are stupid bitches. And the doctor's like, yeah, you are. Helps that he's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got, I flirted my way out of a ticket with a uh, police officer once. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Major, major ticket. I was going 115 miles per hour. Oh my God. And I got pulled over. How and I didn't have you? my license on me. No, I had my license. I didn't have insurance and I didn't have um, something else. How old were you? 21. Oh my God. Yeah, 20, early 20s. Early 20s. And he, he walks up. He's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, it's really late. It was like 3 a.m. Yeah. And we were trying to get to Kaylee's cousin so we could sleep. And I was like, I'm yeah. just trying to get here. We're so close. And he was like, let me see your insurance. And I was like, okay. And I looked for it. I don't have it. And my license was outdated. That's what it was. It was an expired license. Oh, my. And this old white guy is like, 
And I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. And like, yeah, the blue eyes. He made a comment about my eyes. He used his bi energy. <laughs> Did I? I didn't even get a ticket. Exactly. I didn't get. I didn't even get a warning. He used his bi. <laughs> He's like, all right, energy. just make sure you get there safe. <laughs> he was like, guys, they're so beautiful. I can't get. I always forget about that. That was. <laughs> oh man, that could have been bad. The most ridiculous thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know the other doctors that I absolutely hate, the ones that um are like, oh yeah, no, it's supposed to be like that. Oh my god. Yes, that one drives me up the wall. Like, especially okay. So I had when I had my left lip, left lip, left hip repaired. Mm -hmm. I had a nerve block, and I was told two days. Wear off within two days. Yep. Two weeks went by with me telling every provider I came into contact with, this is still numb. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, that happens. It could be up to three days. And then it was five like, days. And then days. it was uh, a week. And then it was two two weeks. They and then it was ever. it was ridiculous because they didn't want to deal with it. So yeah. they're just like, no, it's that's normal. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally normal. It's like when I got that nerve block. Or not nerve block, but I did the steroid injections on my shoulder mm. and lost feeling in my my arm mm -hmm. for the years. Yeah. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, uh, it'll, it'll work itself out. And if you haven't heard the neurology story, that's what my neurologist was basically like. He was like, oh, yeah, uh, you had trigeminal neuralgia. Uh, it's only been three days since you, you know, had, had an, an episode. episode. So uh, we're going to just hope that never happens again. Cross our fingers. It doesn't was, come back. It was a fluke. And then it came back. Yep. Evan's not gone. Nope. He was a sweepy baby. He was a sweepy baby. Yep. It's ridiculous. Keep him asleep. Damn and it. they just like to lie to us. They're allowed to just lie all the time. I wish they would just say, I don't have time for this. Like, be honest. Right. Just tell us that you're, you're not the doc for the case. Right. So that I can find another doctor. Yeah. Well, and you'll also hear the lie of like, Oh, well, you don't need a diagnosis. We'll treat oh, my, you my ass, you don't need a diagnosis. Oh, my God. Hell, for that. if I didn't have one when I went to CPA management, he wouldn't have been as nice. No. He would have been like, he questioned it. He was like, when did you get diagnosed? And I was like, 2020, I believe. Mm -hmm. Right? 2018. Well, for you. I got diagnosed. And then yeah. I got diagnosed two years later. I think 2020. So. Yeah. But, like, you know, I had to defend my diagnosis. Right. Yeah. It's just... You're looking at people who see people who don't understand their own bodies. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more of them than there are of us. Yes. <laughs> so you have people who are like, my back hurts. And they're like, how come? And they're like, I don't know. Right. Well, and the, those are the kind of guys that like <coughs> the solution could be like twisting your left arm counterclockwise at three in the morning. Mm -hmm. We'll fix it. And they'll just go, okay. <laughs> so weird. What? I can do that. Watch my doctor. I got this. <laughs> 3 a.m. comes around. He rotates his arm counterclockwise. Ping. Summons the devil. Got him. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, no. Be aware that you're working with a system that's not built for humans. Yes. It's built for money. Okay. So lightning round. <laughs> lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Don't be ashamed of pain management. Don't make no. fun of people for it. Don't look down on people for it. Definitely don't be like, oh, you need to be careful because we know. We're acutely aware. It's Thank a you. big deal for the person to make that step. Yeah. They didn't just go, oh, I'm going to do pain management out of nowhere. 
I stub my toe. Most people agonize over it. Yeah. Like because it is. It's it feels like a a moment of surrender. Mm -hmm. Like you're giving ground. Yeah, I hated it. It took me so long, and then I finally found a good one. It was like, ah, I get it. Yeah. Well, and your experience helped me to come to a point where I was like, okay, no, I need more help than I'm getting. Yeah. We're gonna give this a shot. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. But you had to do all the hard work. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid to look around. Yeah. Like we've always said, make a team, find yes. a team member, not not somebody who's going to tell you what to do and then be mad when it doesn't work. Right. Well, and someone who's going to allow you to be a team member. Yes. Because you need to be on the team of your own care. You know it your body better important. than anyone. Yeah. You live in it. Yeah. What it's else? Place what else in lightning round? What else we got? Um, but the, there are several reasons for people to need pain management. And the moral of that is. If you've come to a point where you're at dead ends, it's time to do something yeah. different. Um, patience is key. Oh, man. Yeah. Being open Being to open. That's... letting them try different things and yes. go through procedures. Right. Like, it may not sound pleasant, but they're not detrimental. I haven't done any treatment and gone, oh, I regret doing it. Right. You know, Even when I did ablations and it, they did it horribly wrong and hurt me. I right. was like, at least we're making progress. Well, like, and that's the thing. If you look at every failure as a learning opportunity, mm -hmm. it will feel less hopeless. Yes. It will just be data. Mm -hmm. Let it be data for your care. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah. What else? Um... Ba -da -ba -ba -da oh, find something where you're going to have like comprehensive care. Oh, yeah. Or build that. Yeah. You know, make sure you have that on the side if you're going to go with pill pusher Bob. Which there. was so nice. Bamba, when when we were going over it, she she was trying to find a place mm -hmm. that did both uh, mental and yeah. pain management. And I was like, you probably won't find it, but I still have my my mental team together. Yeah. Like my yeah. mental health is managed. Yeah. Like you've got it's solid. Yeah. Yeah. So we can just tack on, you know, normal pain management. She's like, oh, thank God. OK, yeah. good. Yeah, because it is. It's so important. And like go through the learning, do the therapy. Yeah. Therapy on top of pain management is amazing. Get that done if you can do it. There's a lot of benefits you don't think about. Yeah. And it's like not until you do it that you really get it. Yeah. So try it. Right. And, and don't be like close it off when you're there. Right. Because I saw people that would come into group and they wouldn't talk and they would just sit there and pout the <laughs> whole time. Angry that they had to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. And I mean, be gentle with yourself, but be a good self-advocate. Yeah. Because only you know what you're going through and what you need. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Make sure that you are the, a team, mm -hmm. that you're part of that team, that you are well informed, that um you have data that you can offer them yep. when making changes yeah the more informed you you are and more information you can bring to the table yeah usually the better treatment you'll get because yes. you're showing that you're serious you're, you're tracking things and you're not forcing a narrative like yeah, yeah. and and we got a secret bonus one that we didn't cover but isn't very important uh, accountability buddy oh yes if you're seeing doctors for the first time and you have a problem conveying yourself like socially that can be hard sometimes yeah bring someone who knows you yes. and knows what you've been through right. and they'll help you keep your story straight and yes be honest yeah That's we've what... we've done appointments together mm -hmm. i went with summer yeah to her neurology like 
it's it helps even it if you really don't say helps. anything you're still there to support them right. and they're more likely to be like yeah. honest well and maybe they can describe things from the outside oh exactly like, yeah, yeah. because you can only describe it from the inside mm -hmm. so knowing what things look like from the outside can be really valuable yeah but keep at it don't stop don't let closed doors be the end of the line right. for you like oh, seek out the open ones you're gonna find so many closed doors but you'll find eventually a door yeah it just takes a while to get there we just don't want you to turn away from care right because i think it happens all too often where people hit that dead end yep. and they assume that there's no there's nobody that's gonna help them and they just need to bear it in silence and alone mm -hmm. that's the other one don't be alone yeah please don't be alone you're not alone really if you feel like you're alone join our discord yes. talk to us you can message mm -hmm. us privately too yeah like, absolutely we're here always yeah 100 percent. anything left to add um i don't think so oh right. uh, we were going to talk types of pain management models but we kind of covered we kind of covered it yeah. yeah like with what you're looking for versus <laughs> the ones that are just like i always picture this like pop-up shack that's just like dang here's your vacation <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> like a window from what i've on a beach. seen you can tell if it's a good or, or bad pain management clinic based on the, the lobby the waiting room mm. when it's full probably pill pushing i, I just that's how it's been when i've gone to clinics that don't push meds they're usually less people they've scheduled everything appropriately yeah. they're not busting through people mm -hmm. There was one other thing that I was thinking about. Uh, mm. Oh, if you want to like really get to know a clinic, look at the reviews left by employees. Yeah, was it green, green, green door? Is that what it is? Yeah, let me let me double check. But this is what yeah. Jen and I do. We look at what ex employees have to say about the place because yeah. they're not going to hold back. <laughs> no, and you'll see very clearly right off the bat. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Mm -mm -mm. I'm just thinking a bunch of green doors now. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went green door. Yeah. Just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like look for for reviews left by previous employees. Yeah, I think Backdoor? you can find them on Backdoor. Indeed too. Yeah, there's yeah. like Indeed for employees or something, where you can look at the reviews employees have left. Backdoor is that what it? I'm checking. Because I, I want I want to know what this is. Uh, oh, yeah. I think another point to Glassdoor. make. Glassdoor. Glassdoor. Go to Glassdoor. Look up your, your company that you're dealing with or that location. And you, you'll get the dirt. Yes. Get the dirt. And last but not least, I think be aware that doctors are human beings who have biases, who have been jaded by the system who are probably not treated very well by the system themselves. Right. Yeah. Remember that they are human beings and that they're going to make mistakes mm -hmm. and that they have their own like Lives. tightly held <laughs> beliefs and systems and what they've learned is not complete a lot of the time yeah. either. So yeah, a doctor can be wrong. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Anything cool. else? I think that's it. I think we covered it. <laughs> covered it in dirt. We buried, we buried it. it. Sad day. <laughs> so sad. We saved it for later. It's a time capsule. Ah. All right. So next week we'll probably do evaluating sources. Yes. 
and what was the other one that goes with that? Medical anxiety. Oh God. Yeah, yeah dude. Medical That'll anxiety. I, wow, look at my eyes are so blue. <laughs> Caught myself off guard. He's flirting with himself again. Hi, guy. What's up? What you doing later? <laughs> but yeah, next week. Yeah, next next week. Next week. Okay. All right. Um, time for a shameless shill here. Um, if you have enjoyed this, if you watch our videos on YouTube, please make sure you like it. Um, share with friends or on forums if you can. And um, if you're not subscribed already, please do that. Also, we'd love to have you. Hit the bell icon. It, it gives you notifications when we do things. Yeah. And we've been using like the community tab to, to let people know things. Like one of our lives didn't work, so we had to leave a note. Yeah. Ring the bell in the tab. Ring the bell in the cloud. Put a bell in a clown. <laughs> in a clown? In a clown. Oh. That's why they go ding. Ooh, anyway. I hate that. Also, we have a Teespring. If you we guys do. are interested in merch, we're going to be updating it with more we have patterns. More designs. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have raccoon designs or trash panda designs. Good stuff coming. Um, and also, we have a Patreon yeah. called the Patreon. The Patreon. And if you want to support us or just want to see more stuff, uh -huh. we have our full episodes there, unedited, no ads, just us from beginning to end. Yep. So you, you get, get what you get. All of the prep time. <laughs> Um, and all the silliness that comes before the actual shoot. Yep. Which is a lot of fun. And we, we're posting our music reviews there. Yep. We only have one, but we're working on getting more. Yeah. Okay. We Calm might down. need one today, maybe. Yeah. Um, what else do we have on there? A lot of our old playlists, too. So, like, yeah. our old lives end up archived there. And it's fun. Just if you want to help, it helps. And you shout out to our current patrons. Who are? Who's still on? Who's, who's still there? I know. I'm like, Krieg. I'm For pretty sure. sure Kaylee's um, still around. Ruth. Mm hmm. Yep. I think it was Crystal who had to. Maybe Crystal's still there. I don't know who's we still on. We don't know. We're I just don't know. We'll it. have to look. <clears throat> winging a prayer, bro. Yep. But if you want to buy us a coffee, we would greatly appreciate it. And you get some fun extra content. Yes, sir. Oh, he's still looking for our thing. Okay. You entertain them for five seconds while oh, I just pull it up. Oh, no. Be entertaining. Uh, Do the dance. Do the dance? Do the dance. Euro dance. Euro dance. <laughs> no. No. Euro trip. Let us yeah. see. We have four. We have Crystal. We have Ruth. We have Krieg. And we have Dweeb. Yeah. Perfect. Ah, see, we got them all. And Firebird Free and Christy Styles. Oh, excellent. So, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. Good to have everybody. And as always. Oh, yes. It's time to go. So, be kind to you, be kind to others, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Mwah. Yeah, it looks like we have some some newbies. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you guys again. Yeah. That's, that's very really sweet. That's really awesome. Yeah. And then look at our stuff. We got pink. Oh no, so it's just the four. I don't know who the other. The other two are are they're not paying. Oh, I see. Okay. They're on the Patreon. Ah, that's cool. And then you're coming Yep. You're looking pretty good. I have not been like I have not found a lot and musically let me see well most of my music is way not interesting it's it's like way not interesting, youtube yeah. music 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay. it's like, it's not from an album. It's from somebody's imagination. Well, should we pick a mood? And go Let's through? pick a vibe. What's the vibe today? Remix, 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 remix. <laughs> remix the mood. <clears throat> or not. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just stupid. What can I say? We're going to try. If I can find I one. Think. I don't want to force it. Like, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> That's fine. We can stop. Today. I know what I want to play, though. What is? No, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Oh, it's a secret. It's a secret because okay. I got to present it to you. Fine. I guess that's. I guess that's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it is what it is. Let's stop right. the recording. Yes. Time to be done. Goodbye, Goodbye. Patreon. We love we you. We love you. Jinx. <laughs> Get out of my head. Never. He said. Andy, would you stop the? Oh. One, two, three.